This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, July 27th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part four of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. And, you know, you mentioned before um, when you were talking about the paper on the mitigation of global warming, um, you, you broke it down by industry. If we just were to focus on the modern grid and renewables, what do you see for us in the future within this space? So we think that renewables are the future. So we put in very large uh, solar. We put in wind. We put in rooftop solar as well as solar farms. And what happens is when the sun goes down, they stop producing. Or when a cloud comes over, they stop producing. Or the winds pick up and they start producing. In other words, you don't really know you don't really know how much power you're going to get get out of them. They're not dispatchable resources. And so what the power company has to do is they have to balance that with a dispatchable resource. So if the wind picks up and you're generating huge amounts from your wind farm, you have to back off on your production. Or if you have a lot of solar production, the same. Or if the solar production goes away, you have to bring that up and you have to bring it up as rapidly as it went away. So clouds are worse than uh, dusk. So everything is based on time. What this does for you is it forces you as a power company to shift your assets from really high efficiency turbines that might take a day to line out to smaller turbines that respond in a matter of minutes. And as a result, your efficiency drops. Now let's take it and let's jump the meter. So on the other side of the meter, you have people that are trying to cope with the power issues with blackouts, rolling blackouts, et cetera. So they put on rooftop solar and they put on maybe batteries because the new batteries are now dropping in price very, very rapidly. And they, some of them even have their own windmills that sit in the middle of the complex. The problem there is that those are not managed by the grid, nor are they predictable. And so now the power company has to bring in extra power, extra resources to be able to cope with it if now you lose the sun or you have the wind shift, or even worse, the person that owns the battery decides they don't want to pay your afternoon prices, so they pull themselves off the grid and start using their batteries. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. European delegates searching desperately for alternatives to Russian gas spent much of last week courting officials from resource-rich Azerbaijan, though a U.S. government eager to promote energy security seems to have missed the memo. EU President Ursula von der Leyen signed a memorandum of understanding with the Azuri government last week to secure more supplies of natural gas from the Caspian energy giant. According to Azerbaijan's trend News Agency. Both parties agreed to increase volumes running through the network of pipelines dubbed the Southern Gas Corridor from around 280 billion cubic feet per day to as much as 420 billion cubic feet per day. 
Arizona is home to some of the largest industrial projects under construction in the U.S. Industrial Info is tracking more than $40 billion of projects underway in the state. The industries represented cover an array of sectors with an emphasis on high-tech undertakings, including the construction of two large semiconductor manufacturing plants and several data center projects. India's refiners plan to add green hydrogen projects in the coming years, but conventionally produced hydrogen still accounts for more than 530,000 cubic feet per day of capacity additions planned across India over the next five years. The oil refining process relies heavily on hydro-treating and hydro-cracking to reduce sulfur from finished products, making it one of the largest consumers of hydrogen. An Egyptian refiner's plan to spend about $1.4 billion through 2027 to increase diesel hydro-treating capacity by 301,100 barrels per day. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.